Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome inside another episode of Garage Door Sports. Episode 21. Yes, Justin, we finally made it. Episode 21. Where's our beers? We forgot them. You, f- you were supposed to bring them. I was not told to do that. Oh. Um, this week, it's going to be a short episode, hopefully. Six seconds. Good night. We're already at 30. <laughs> um, talks uh, Super Bowl preview. NHL midseason awards, even though we're kind of past midseason, just because it's With the, the question game. mark. We're going to do what we can, and uh, tire fires, I think that's all we want right there, right there, right? There you go. Maybe some MLB prospects, but probably Maybe, probably Maybe quickly. save that for next week. Probably quickly. Um, so let's get right into it. Big game this weekend coming up. We've got the Super Bowl. Eagles, Patriots, in Minnesota. I just want the food. You want the food. That's the I best want part. Wings. I want wings and pizza. So um, this game is interesting, if you ask me. It's an anyone, interesting matchup. I don't think anyone cares unless you're from New England or Philly. Ever heard or Minnesota, because that's where the game is. But Yeah, right. No one really gives a crap that the Patriots are in it. They're like, whatever. It's the Patriots. People kind of just expect them to be there. And half the people are like, here. oh, the Eagles? They're a thing? The playoffs? The sports? Right? Oh, well, I mean, they played this. Patriots in a Super Bowl a while back and lost. So, so redemption. What was who played last year? It was New England, Atlanta. I'm trying to figure out what was more hyped about. Atlanta. Well, like no, like personally, I don't know. I don't know. I was more hyped about Atlanta, but I mean, hey, I like Philly. I just I didn't think after. Carson I think everyone would be more hyped if Wentz was still in it. If oh, Wentz if was still Wentz was in it because it'd, it'd be, be like, matchup. let's see if the new guy can just take out the old guy and boot him out of the league. It'd be a matchup. It'd be interesting, but let's let's break down this game as it is. Um, oh, and anyone cares? AFC won the Pro Bowl apparently, twenty four twenty three. Yes, they did. So, for the one and a Good half people that give a crap, there you go. Hey, you know what? The one thing I will say about the Pro Bowl is those guys work their butts off every day during the season, even in the off season, to get to the Super Bowl. But to be recognized as one of the top players in your conference still is something. Yes, the game's a joke. You know why it's a joke? Because it's played with. The season's still going on. I know. Well, that... You're missing half the guys. But Tom aside, Brady's played in like one Pro Bowl. You know why? Because he can never play in it. I know. But he still gets recognized as a Pro Bowler. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like those guys work their butts off. I don't think they could care less about the Pro Bowl. They want all pro. There's literally a video of Jalen Ramsey and Casey Hayward spending 10, like five minutes. Or, yeah, man, I'm all pro. You're not all pro. Like... I know. That's all they care about. But still, those those players do get recognized, and some of them that's that's a huge recognition. Like Cleveland Browns, Thomas, right? He's never gonna get to a Super Bowl, but he he gets recognized. Well, he can if he's smart and leaves the team. But he's he's recognized as one of the top players. Yeah, right. Like I, I think Pro Bowl is the I just, worst. I just give them credit for making the, being one of the best players in their conference. The j- game's a joke. All of them are a joke. Other than everything but baseball. And even that's not necessarily great anymore because yeah, they you, took you, away this, the... Uh, but you still see skill. You still see pitchers going out there and wanting yeah. to strike everyone out at 100. Yeah, it's not going to be high scoring, but you just see guys that get baffled by 100 and you're like, this is not going to happen again. Yeah, and I mean, the they NHL try. one... The baseball the NHL, guys try. The NHL ones, they're getting better at trying, it's still but it's still not there. It's I still mean, a sideshow. This year's interesting because uh, the, the West... They still don't try, though. And until the they West try, all, it means nothing. Th- today's West one, apparently they were trying pretty hard. I, 
I don't. I didn't get to see it, so I can't say. But I don't believe that. Um, as long as you do any sort of event in season other than baseball, just because of the way the game, you're never going to get full speed. Yeah. So say what you will about All Star games. I'm just saying that these guys earn their right to play. How they play is up to them. Um, let's get down to the Super Bowl, like we said. Uh, I saw one stat, and I was amazed at this. If you look at the team's points per game and points allowed per game, did you know grand total difference between the two teams is point zero one? Nope. They are actually tied for points per game at 28.6 across the season. Both the Patriots and the Eagles scored 28.6 points per game. That's a very odd stat. And the difference in uh, points allowed per game is 18.4 for the Eagles and 18.5 for the Patriots. So the Eagles have a slightly, and I'm talking microcosm point differential, better than the Patriots going into this game. I just thought, I, I think that's an interesting stat. Whereas, like, if you look at some of the other stuff, like total yards per game and total yards allowed, it's such a huge difference. I don't really know what to make of the Eagles right now. Yeah, they've played great all season with Wentz, and then Wentz went down, and Foles has played really well in backup role and covering Wentz. But is he good enough to lead them past the Patriots, who their defense has turned it on since week five, where after you and me were talking after week four, and we're just like, this defense is a joke. Well, they figured it out. Maybe not they're not they're not the best defense in the league, but they figured it out. And now they're in the Super Bowl again and they knowing figured the it Patriots, out in the back half of games. But knowing the Patriots, it's can you say that they're not gonna win this one? Like well, Yeah, that's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee, but people keep people have been writing the Eagles off since Wentz went down. And they no, just but I'm keep saying, crushing I'm saying team, everyone. I'm saying team wise, like it's comparable, both these teams. Yeah. Like it's very comparable. Eagles are a better team. Son's the quarterback. In every aspect, they are a better team. And if Carson Wentz is there, they would be the favorites. I don't know about that. Just because it's the Patriots and Vegas they would loves. be no, they would no, but be Vegas the favorites. Lo- Vegas loves their Patriots. No, but so. then they would get everyone buying the Patriots if they made them underdogs, which they don't want. They do. No, they don't. Yes, because then they'll get everyone buying the Patriots, and, and whatever the point spread off. is. Yeah, but whatever the spread is, if the Patriots are the favorite, no one's going to bet on them. Because then they don't make Depending any money. Depending on what the spread is. But if you're a favorite, people aren't going to bet on you because that means they got to spend more money to make money, right? Well, dep- again, it depends on the spread. They want if, they're the Patriots- by, if their spread is two, it's a field goal. If you're going to win the game, you're most likely going to win by at least three points. The Eagles are better in every aspect of the game other than the man that throws the football. Uh, receiving core, I would almost argue the Patriots have no, a better receiver. No, not a core. chance. Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar, Torrey Smith. Well, I, You're telling I mean, me Brandon I mean, no, Cooks I'm, is better? No, I'm including tight ends. Even then, Ertz and Selleck combined and Nick Trey Burton can equal Gronk, who, and the Patriots, the Patriots did an injury report as if they were to play the game today. Gronk is listed as out. Like, he's still, he's in practice, but as he's of right still now, in he is concussion out. protocol. As of right now, he is out. Like, they, they're supposed to do an injury report every week. Who cares? Um, like, what was it? Tom Brady's on it. Not available. Game status. Not available. Light practice. He had a full practice, they said, on Friday. Well, but t- yesterday, he probably had a light practice. Really? Um, you know, he probably will play, 
spot. Who, Gronk? Or yeah. Pa- I'm just going to say Brady's playing. I don't think that's even an issue at this point. Gronk. Yeah. Gronk's more of an up just because it's a concussion. You just never know but with th- a concussion. Think about it. Running backs, Eagles are better. D-line, Eagles are better. Linebacking core, Eagles are better. DBs, maybe that's the only one where there's a tie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. O-line, Eagles are probably better. That's debatable. The, the Patriots O-line's pretty good. They keep, yeah, but they no keep one blitzes him. Pre- no one blitzes well, him. But they, they still keep him they, up. The Jags had him down a lot last week because they attacked. Right? Still, Everyone hypes the line. When your quarterback... One two drop throw. You're never gonna sack him. Yeah. Like it doesn't. Like we could be guarding them. All we gotta do is push the guys for two <laughs> seconds. All Brady needs is two seconds. I, I think know. I'm not. We can, I'm not denying that. I'm right? just saying like he's the the combination between the O line and the quarterback is really good in New England because they figured out okay, we just need to keep him up for long enough for him to get the ball out. What they need to do is they need to put their fastest guy on Cooks. Let Amendola run underneath. You're never gonna not let him run underneath because he's gonna find a way. You just need to make sure he gets eight yards and not fifteen. Right, yeah. and the big thing is, is who's going to cover Gronk? It's probably going to be Rodney McLeod to start. Um, My question is, or Malcolm Jenkins will give it a shot, but that's the only thing. If he doesn't play or he's limited, then it's a different game. It's it's a different game, and even even on the uh, Eagles' offensive side, like, are the Patriots going to be able to slow down the Eagles' offense? Because even though Wentz is out, Foles has played really well. Right? What was his stats from last game? I really want to find this. Let's see this. I'm going to look this up because he, he played well last week. Like, I don't think anyone can argue that. Who's well, he was good last week, and he stayed within himself, which was, which was what he needed to do, right? Yeah. So he's going to have to do the same thing again this week. Um, let's see here. Ajayi has been limited in practice, which could be an interesting thing. Ankle injury. Um, so he'll probably play. Danell Ellerby is an important guy. Hasn't practiced since the loss to the Eagle, uh, the Falcons. He should be ready to go. They also need, um, you know, Timmy Jernigan left the last game. So that's a big thing is they got to make sure they have Timmy Jernigan going. Um, cause it's a big tackle, nose tackle. So, all right, let's, let's go back to uh, Foles. 352 yards on 78.8%. Now passing. a lot of the, a lot of that was garbage tosses too. Well, second half, the Vikings shut it down a little though. bit. 26 for 33, still, that's nothing to scoff at. No, I'm not saying he didn't play well. I'm just saying three the Vikings TDs, defense. one sack. That was the worst game the Vikings defense has played in three years. Yeah. Right? No interceptions? They Well, that's his thing. He's a quasi-Alex Smith, right? Yeah. Who has more weapons than Alex Smith has ever had. Yeah. Right? So they got, to, es- they got to establish run first. Yeah. Right. To open them up, just like the oh, Patriots sure. are going to try. The Patriots are going to try and come out play action, and the Eagles need to do whatever the Jags did last week. But they need to. They, in the key to beating New England is time of possession. Yeah, you saw in the first half why the Jags were pretty much controlling the game is because it was eighteen minutes and change to eleven minutes. Yep, time of possession. Yep, Brady can't score if he doesn't have the ball. It's not right. Possible. Like he can't wear you down. He can't open ex- exploit your defense if he's not on the field. Yeah. Right. This is when a lot of the running plays are going to have to come in. Foles is going to have to be smart with his throws. Which he usually um, is. Which he is. Which is going to be the big thing here, I think. Well, between uh, his two big running backs, Ajayi and Blunt, they got 94 Even Clement, yards. I would always arguably say Corey Clement is more important 
because he's the he's the change of pace speed back, right? All right, let's he's got to be able to get into this. He's got to be able to get into the secondary, and he's a good receiver out of the backfield as okay. well. So between the three of them rushing, they had 114 yards. Clement only had one reception for eight yards, but that's uh, Ajayi had three receptions for 26 yards. And but you look on that receiving core, you're right. Ertz, Jeffrey, Smith, right? They're all they're all there. They're all doing stuff. So well, Patriots D allowed 4.7 yards uh, per rush, second most in the league. Ajay ran for more than a thousand yards. Um, well, that was last year, but he's been a good. They've really split it well with him. Him and Blunt. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how. You know, the Patriots use Dion Lewis yeah. out of the backfield. That's going to be, you know, a big challenge for, you know, they brought it up as Malcolm Jenkins, the safety. I think Jenkins may end up being on Gronk if he plays. Yeah. Um, you may have to deal with a linebacker out of the backfield for, for Lewis, which is going to be a tough thing. Um, but this thing is going to come down to, honestly, this comes down to whether Gronk plays or not. Yeah. Or his availability. Because yeah. if Gronk doesn't play, you put your fastest guy on Cooks, you put your safety, your biggest safety on. Uh, you don't even worry about like you, your safety can play free. Yeah, and you just tackle the short throws, and you'll win the game, right? You see yeah. the Jags fall apart when Amendola and you know Hogan were able to get eight yard throws and turn them into fifteen, right? You got to limit those, right? Those extra yards are how he chips away because that that turns a fifteen yard throw, a ten yard run, a twenty yard pass, boom, fifty yards in about thirty five seconds, right? That's how Brady does it. So, you know, yeah. looking on the turnover game this season, uh, let's see. Um, the Eagles were plus 11 this year, pass were plus 6. The Eagles' defense is very good at generating takeaways. Yeah. Like we said last week, for the Jags to have a chance to win, they needed to generate, what I say, two turnovers? Yeah. They got one. And then I said they had to get three or more sacks. They got three. So it's going to be the same thing. Eagles need probably two turnovers. And they need to... Ideally. And, they, and ideally, they would get... Brady on the ground twice. Yeah, the ball. I don't know. With yeah, the ball. It depends on how they attack the it, right? The Jags knew they have the best defensive line. No, I know. Arguably. I'm just saying. So their game that's plan, why I said ideally right? it would be you nice know, to have Fletcher Brady Cox, on the ground Jimmy, twice. Timmy Jernigan, and um, I forget who they got. They got one more guy on the edge. Um, but that's a decent setup to at least apply pressure, but they got to still contain, right? They got to yeah. collapse the pocket without getting a little too aggressive, right? So... But I think, you know, I don't understand how teams go into a lull in the second half against the Patriots. Yeah, they pick it up, but teams also, you know. Yeah, the Patriots they are... got to learn to make adjustments a little bit better because you saw the Jags, you know, they they stalled and they didn't make adjustments until it was too late. Yeah, the Patriots are obviously one of the smartest teams when it comes to game planning in the locker room at halftime, but someone's got to be smart enough to just say, hey, guys, let's uh let, let's figure this out. Like... They're gonna they're gonna make a change. So why don't we make a change too? They're gonna try to game plan for what we did in the first half. Let's do something different in the second half. Like it 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 shouldn't be that hard, but it is apparently. And hey, full credit to the Patriots for doing that. But someone's gotta think it through and figure it out. Uh, you want to know the sack leaders for the Eagles are Brandon Graham with nine and a half. You got. Derek Barnett with five, and Fletcher Cox with five and a half. Oh, and Chris Long with five. Yeah, so Chris Long's on the other end of that line. He no, signed there. That's that's pretty good. 
But the Eagles are, you know, very aggressive, and that's going to be, you know, they ride or die with their aggressiveness on D. But, you know, if Foles can play his game, it's going to become to can the Eagles limit the adjustments in the second half oh, yeah. from the Patriots. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's going to come down to how creative can Doug Peterson get on offense. He's got a play sheet a mile long. So, you know, he's always got something up his sleeve. He's got something. It's just whether but or not it'll work. It'd be kind of interesting to see how the crowd plays. Oh, you right? know. Oh, but it's going to be see how they how like you're going to see how many are Minnesota fans, how many are just football fans, how many are fans from each team, right? Yeah, you could have four different types of fans there, right? Yeah, you could honestly hear the Eagles get booed all game after last week. Yeah, but see, just just solely for the fact that they're rivals in, in division, not division, but not division like, conference, but in general, like in different sports, like they are rivals in a lot of things, and just in this, just like location wise. They don't like each other city-wise. In different sports. What sports? They pop up. They don't like each other. When do Philly, they play each No other? one likes Philly fans. There you go. Right? It's not Minnesota that doesn't like Philly. But Minnesota, it's they're just not nice people People don't either. like Philly. <laughs> when you they lose, never play. When you lose, you don't like anyone. But they never play. They the Bucks don't, like don't play the 76ers continuously. The Bucks? I'm thinking Milwaukee. Minnesota. Timberwolves the don't Bulls. play. No one hates each other in basketball. They're just like, oh, yo, what's up, okay. bud? Like, the Wild don't play the Flyers. Yeah, they do. All the time. Really? They don't like each other. Claude <laughs> Giroux literally says he hates everyone on that team. They're not even in the same conference. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, it'll be actually a valid point because after last week, a lot of Philly fans don't like – or sorry, a lot of Minnesota fans don't like Philly fans because wow. they were brutal last week. Did you hear some of the stories? That's that Philly out? fans. Philly fans are batshit crazy. They're not. They're like. I heard. No, they're I heard. I heard idiots. stories about like ripping hats off babies and like, yeah. throwing stuff at Philly Vikings. fans That's are crazy. Brutal. This is not the first time it's happened. No, I know, but I just like. <sighs> That's what they are. They're crazy because they don't win anything ever. <laughs> Penguins don't count. Like Philly, like pit, like the state wins, but they're always pissed because everyone in Pittsburgh's winning. Yeah, they don't like Pittsburgh either. Right, yeah. Philly's the ugly stepsister, or the ugly whatever you want to call them. Duckling. Like, yeah, okay, fine. Duckling. They're just the ugly person that everyone doesn't like. Everyone's easy to make fun of them because, like, fair enough. I, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying I, I didn't think about so it. You could have four different types of fans there. You could also have a fifth type: people that just straight up hate the Patriots because you know there's a lot of them. Well, those are people that are throwing crap at their TVs, like me. Sausage chicken wings at the screen. Oh God! No, I lie. I'm not wasting chicken wings. I'm not crazy. All right. I think we've broken this game down pretty well. Yeah, to the point where we actually care enough to do it. We haven't really gone super, super in depth, but it's to the point that I don't think there's really. This is just another game to me. I honestly, there's no flair to this game. To be honest, there's not a whole lot to say. It's like it's like the NBA Finals now. You know, if you're gonna have Cleveland and Golden State for another year, I literally. Won't read a single tweet. Let's go like, Toronto. I could care less, right? Let's go Toronto. Like I could care less if New England's in it every year because like they're in it every year. <laughs> why? Why don't we just skip to this game and draw a game for whoever plays them? Like just no, draw just, a name just out of play, a hat. Just play the just play the NFC. NFC is the only conference that gets to play football. Patriots are automatically in the Super Bowl. Like why? So. Like or even better. Ready for this? Let's have a Super Bowl Part 1 where the AFC's best that doesn't include the Patriots plays the NFC best, and then the winner of that game plays the Patriots. 
Like, what's the okay. point? Nick's off his rocker, guys. No, but what's? I'm just saying, what's the point? The Patriots are there every year. Might as well Somebody, make it fun for everybody else. Tom Brady needs to, I don't know, they need to Retire? fight some more. <laughs> trade him. Belichick wants to trade him. That's the thing. He wants him. We'll, he wants, t- we'll talk about that after. He wants his quarterback. He wants a quarterback of the future, which he now does not have. Yeah. So. All right. Eagles. I have to pick the Eagles. You're picking the just I have because, to. Just because you don't want the Kyle. The words Brady, will never right? come out of my mouth. No, anyone. The wor- words that team will win is never coming out of my mouth. I'm just hoping for a good game. I want the Eagles to win just so Kyle as some, can't As some kid us. said, some who was it? Someone... Uh, the Kevin Hart, yeah. Kevin Hart's a Philly guy. You know, he predicted the score eighty one to six, Eagles. I think I like that score. Eighty one to six. Eighty one to six. <laughs> All right. And it's gonna be a, it's gonna be the, the six is gonna be a touchdown with a missed extra point. Missed extra point. Not two field goals. <laughs> They're gonna lead six nothing. And then eighty one on answer. Eighty one on answer. Okay. Um, if the Eagles win, it's gonna be like thirty four, thirty three. Like it's gonna be a field goal. Like it's just Brady's gonna get it and like drive down, take the lead with like two minutes left, and it's just gonna be a matter of can Nick Foles drive down and get a winning field goal? Yeah, just like it was with Bortles. Like Bortles had the, there was time, but he just couldn't do it. Yeah, and that that's a fair assessment. I think I think if the Eagles come out fast in the first quarter in the first half, they take the lead into the halftime. It'll be exactly the same as the Jags game, and no one is going to be surprised if Brady comes and brings his team back, gives them the lead. It'll just come down to fulls. If the Eagles can't come out fast in the first half, just give it to the Patriots at halftime if they're winning. The Eagles aren't coming back. I'm sorry. Like, I hope the Eagles – I want the Eagles to win just because I don't want the Patriots to win again. Either way, there's going to be a riot in Philly. Win or lose. Yeah. How Grease much those Crisco? poles. How much Crisco? <laughs> Grease those poles. Um, hide your kids. Hide your wife. So I want Philly to win. I think the Patriots are going to win, but I want Philly to win. Just leave it at that. Fair? Words are never coming out of my mouth. I, I didn't say they had to, but. The only thing that's important now is where we're getting our food. Uh, yeah, we'll figure that out later. That's that's the only important we'll thing. We'll figure that let's out later. Let's pre-order it. Um, we got to pre-order it tonight. Let's move on. Let's do some NHL. Mid-season. Mid-season awards. Why not, right? Let's do... I don't know. What do we want to start with? Oh, I know. Let's start with an easy one. Let's just give them all to the Lightning. Coach of the year. Uh, we said this uh, 67 times. Easy. Done. I just said let's Ger- start with an easy Gerald one. Gerald Gallant is winning the trophy. Let's, I said let's start with an easy one. Relax. Uh, Calder. They should rename it the Gerard Gallant trophy. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Let's do Calder. Barzell. Barzell. That's Besser. Barzell. I'm sorry. Keller's got 50-something plus points. Keller's not even on the board anymore. Who is Clayton Keller? No, he's third, I'm saying. I'm saying, but when it comes to rookie of the year, it's Barzell. And then maybe Besser if he can start sniping some more. But Bar- Besser has 43 points, 24 Barzell's like goals. over eight. 51, though. Like, Barzell's Barzell like top 10 in the 51. league. He's top 10 in the league. Barzell is at 51, but Besser has eight more goals in four less games. Where is the... Kids, there it is. Right, they, they, I would have to say this one probably is Barzell's, but Bester's making a strong case for himself. When did Sportsman do this article? Because they don't even mention Barzell, and I'm about to throw my computer. This was posted Jan 9th. Okay, this is a long time ago. Jan 9th last year? No, just before Barzell got hot. Oh, fair enough. Okay. 
Okay. But they um, have Besser winning. I think it's Barzell. And probably Keller as the third. Maybe. They got McAvoy listed. Charlie? Oh, I like Charlie. He's played well. Also, because Boston's gone on a run since Jan 9th, so. He's he's played well. I'll give him credit. Um, People throw out honorable mention of Malcolm Subban just for the chunk of the season that he did. Save the season, pretty much. He played well. Like, all, all the goalies in Vegas played well, even in Lagasse. He played well. They just got killed because he's not he wasn't good enough but he played he played as hard as he could um speaking of goalies do you want to just move on to Vesna or do you want to keep looking for this Calder no it's fine all right let's move on to Vesna I think this one's a wrap pretty much too uh, has got the lead Vash, that's who I think is if we're saying right now Vash wins it maybe if we're saying most right likely now, Hellebuck two Hellebuck would be two People sleep on Freddie Anderson. They really do. Yeah. Right? I'd say... They list quick, maybe even Crawford, but like I honestly think Freddie should be three. I'd say Rene would be ahead of quick and Crawford, in my opinion. Mm. His stats are better. He has the same That's amount tough. of... That's tough. He has de- the same amount of It all wins. depends on the team and like shots. and like no, I know. You look at the Leafs, like Anderson I faces know. a lot of shots, but he faces a lot of like hard shots. No, you I'm, know, like prime scoring I'm not, chances. I'm not arguing that quick... I could see Quick being in there. I could see Anderson being in there. I could see Rene being in there. Crawford, I have a little bit harder time to see in that position. Granted, he has a 929 save percentage, which is great, but eh, he's on Chicago. <laughs> but like a year like this year would be even more, like the best argument for him being the Vesna because they're not very good. I know, but it's Chicago. Taze is, just, playing, like, just, Taze is playing like a fourth line center. I just, it's Chicago. Like it's like playing for. Like, I honestly, think, year over year, every time they compete year over year, you should gain more respect for them. I know, but for the fact that they've been able to piece like, together I, with pieces for did five you see years. This Larry now. Walker story this week, where he's saying his PED is playing at Coors Field. I feel like that's any Chicago Blackhawk lately. Oh, like, that's. Because they gel well, and they have arguably the second greatest hockey coach of all time. Yeah, which is fine. I'm not arguing that. I'm right? just saying. It, but that's how I think. Like it, People sleep on Joel Quenville. They don't realize that he's, he's like a good s- coach. Behind Scotty Bowman, he has the most wins all time, he's I believe. He's a good coach. I, I, hey, I give full credit to him. He's a good right? coach. Right? Scotty's on a class of his own. Yep. But Joel's right there. Okay, how about defensemen? Who's winning the Norish? Sved. Sved? A Sved. A Sved name. Hedman. Fair. Klingberg? No. Eh, maybe. He leads the league in points by defenseman. Yeah, He's but he doesn't defend. Yes, he does. Yeah. He he plays on the PK, I think. Okay, just because you play PK doesn't no, mean but you're that good means, at playing but that defense. means you have to play decent defense. Which is like it's like Carlson. Carlson sucks at defense, but he won the Norris because he put up like 78 I points. I know. I'm, I'm not arguing that it's just right. because of the points. I'm saying he is leading in points. That was just a point. Yeah. I think two has Petrangelo then. Like Petrangelo, I, put, I, would put, I would put Petrangelo up there too. I don't even put Klingberg in my top three, to be honest. Doughty's probably number three. I think the point of that award is can you play both ends? Yeah, I'm not. Unless you put up like 80 points. So if Klingberg hits 78, 75 to 80 points, then maybe he's he wins. He's on pace it. for 60. Like, I find that hard to, above, find that hard 60, to believe. Sorry, above I was say, they said that, but I find that hard to believe when there's still over 30 games left and he's already at he's 51. Got, he's got 32 games left and he's at 48. So I find that hard to believe that he's only going to hit mid-60 when 
It would put him. It would put him closer to like seventy-five. But yeah, he's. Uh, they were just saying he is on pace to go over sixty. So the only factor is is how long it takes Hedman to get back, and how many games he ends well, up missing. Hey, there were some positive signs yesterday. He was skating. He's skating, but I think Which they is, said no, he's still like two weeks away. But that's a huge sign. They were thought he was going to be out for another like four or five weeks. No, they said three to six weeks to start, and it's been I know, about but three they, weeks. But when when they did say it, they uh, they said three to six because Stamkos talked long, about it. Yeah. It's been about two weeks already, two to three weeks. But they said it now. It's probably going to be closer to three instead of six, which is good. Yeah. Wait, I'm just saying that's a good thing. Um, I have no argument with that. I I like Klingberg. I think he's played well. I like Petrangelo, Dowdy. But I think you're right. Hedman has played the best. Um, do we want to do Hart? Cooch, Cooch, Cooch. Okay, who's your top three though? Cooch is obviously number one, I think, in everyone's book, but... McKinnon, and then it doesn't matter. I was going to say Tavares was my third. Yeah, but... Mac, Mac is number two. There's a list of guys underneath there, like... But like Kucherov is just, like, his teamwork with Stamkos and... Yeah, it's, so that. it's Cooch, And McKinnon Mac. has been carrying that team, and then... Agreed. I think this is a year where you have to not pick a big name to win it. This is kind of your off year of yeah. surprises. That's fair, I- I'm okay with that. Giroux is also up there. He's played well. But he's in Philly, so no one wants to. Oh, no wins. <laughs> no wins. Um, What are we missing? Are those the big ones? Did I miss something? Yeah. The rest are like individual ones. Like, we're not going to talk Selkie. We're not going to do Bing. Lindsay is by the players. Like, Brockett is easy. It's right now, goals. that's Ovi. Oh, which gun. Ovechkin. Graying Ovechkin. What is stressing him in his life that he has so much gray? <laughs> this man doesn't even have a child. Um, I don't think he does. See his uh, hardest shot yesterday? 101.3. Good. He should be hitting 100 like all he the didn't time. Even, he didn't even have to take his second shot because he technically had one by point one before, but then he went and did it anyway because he wanted to break triple. His first shot was 98.8. Subban in his second shot went 98.7, so Ovi won anyway, but he went and did it. 101.3, mm. good for him. There's also this thing they brought up on Sportsnet, the Philip, For- Philip Forsberg trophy for best trade. Best trade. They got some interesting one up there. You got that crap trade by Bergevin. Bergevin? To pick it, up it Drew comes, It comes down to a Wait, lot of the Drew Vegas. or Subban? Subban. <laughs> Both weren't good. But. The worst one is probably Shen for Laterra and whatever the pick it was. Braden Shen, right? Yeah, St. Louis sent a pair of first-round picks and said to Philly, but still, Braden Chen has He's been unbelievable well. with He's played Tara Sank's show. And the one they're bringing it up, but there's actually 50 points this there's year. a really interesting one I like uh, in relation to Vegas was, um, you know, apparently what they worked out with Columbus is they took Clarkson's contract, yeah. got a first and a second-round pick for it, yes, and then said they would take one of Ryan Murray, Matt Calvert, or William Carlson so that Columbus could protect Josh Anderson. Yes. And they took Carlson. Carlson's got like 26 goals. I always thought William Carlson could be a decent player. I knew he could. Because he was speedy. And he, he stinks the game. A, he didn't have the opportunity. Well, I mean, just, he doesn't doesn't seem like a guy that would play well under torts. Even the new torts. <laughs> Even the new torts. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you say it. The new torts. Well, torts is not like the same... Asshole, he was when he was in New York. No, I know it's just, because he realized. It just sounds funny because like, he, he realized when he didn't coach for like two years, he's like, "Hey, these guys literally could care less what I say." No, no, 
I I just saying it sounds and funny. And they won't trade the whole team because of me. So it just sounds funny. Yeah, Carlson's tied for second in the league with goals with twenty seven. He's tied with Anders Lee and Nikita Kucherov. Man, that guy is a pitcher, just like Riley Smith was. No, just like Brandon Peary was. Freaking Anders Lee has like twenty six goals and like four assists. Fifteen. He has the he has the exact same number of points as Carlson. But to the fact that like you're always going to see a big skew, you don't really see that anymore. No, I know. Well, both of them are like that. Carlson and Lee have 27 goals and 15 assists. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> James Neal is 22 and 12. It's not bad. Not bad at all. It'll be interesting. I don't Michael know what they're going to do with him. You want to skew? Screw that guy. Comes you to the Leafs. Skew? Scores one goal in like 1,000 shots and then goes to New York last year and buries like 22. What a loser. 21 goals. Five assists. What a loser. <laughs> There's a team out there. Apparently, he's not part of it. And that's why the Rangers are going to trade everyone at the deadline. I love the idea that they floated Nylander for McDonough and more from the Rangers because they will need to get rid of that contract. Nylander, Nylander for McDonough and more. Yeah, because the Leafs are eating money. If they swa- if if Nylander was getting paid the same McDonough was, they would gladly pay McDonough, like pay Nylander that over McDonough. Yeah. Because McDonough is no offense. There's nothing no, there. No, I know. I'm just... Because I, I, you got to get the Leafs more. Hey, you're taking the Leafs one of their top three, and you're taking a defense so that only has one year left, and you're paying a bunch of money. You'd most likely oh, walk. Oh, so we're, we're, we're trading more? No, we get no, more. We get more. Which more? I don't know. They didn't say how much more. If it was like no, first, which... It's probably going to be something like not big. Oh, you're not talking about a player? I don't know. I thought you meant there was a player name more. I'm trying to figure no, they out said who McDonough, more is. They said McDonough Plus because McDonough for okay. Nylander right up is a, is a joke of a I was thinking more, and I'm like, we have more. Like, what? Oh, come on. <laughs> I was like, what do Turn you mean? Turn the brain on. Turn the brain on. I know it's Sunday night, but. You said McDonough Plus more. Like, plus more. Sounds, more things. It sounds like a, whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, we good with the awards here? Pretty yeah. Much it? All right. Mid-season is whatever. Yeah. Um, then you get guys that get hurt and. That happens. MLB news quickly. Yelich trade. Another crap trade by the Marlins. They got Brinson, though. Or Bri- whatever his name Yelich is. has five years of control left. I you know. should have swooped the top three out of any team. Top I know. two, at least. I know. I don't know the rest of the guys. I Isan Diaz or whatever the hell their other guys are. I know. Another crap uh, trade. But any, that's what happens. Any, anything that's, else big that's happened? The Brewers are contenders now. Yeah, picked they picked up Kane. Up Kane. That picked was the other Kane. one. Thank you. That was the other one. The first real guy to sign. Yeah. And they're because they're all under the same agent. He's probably Actually, working one by one. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I, I switched my tire fire in my head. We can talk about goalie. Goalie interference sucks, but I got a different one now. That's fine. Um, A top 100 prospect list came out this week for MLB. We'll break. We'll go in and out on that. Okay, we got just, a lot of time to baseball let's just season. Men- let's so. just mention it really quick. Jays have three. Uh, obviously, the two that everyone kind of figured it, Vlad Guerrero and Bo Bichette, are 3 and 14, respectively, which is pretty good. Good for them. The third one is Anthony Alford. You don't even consider him a prospect anymore. He's been there so long. I just think he's like 25 years old or something. And then, so we've been hearing about him for years. He's only 23. That's still pretty old. To be on a prospect, like he needs to get up here soon. Like they need, they need to start to play him. He probably will this year, to be honest. Well, they got to figure what they're doing. Hey, let's sign Grandy to a deal. Let's not get kids in there, right? At least um, if you're gonna try and win, try and win with kids. Don't try and win with freaking Granderson, old people. Like, come on. Like, um, 
people will pay to was, come. People will pay to come watch the kids. No one gives yeah. a crap about coming to watch Curtis Granderson. Yeah, uh, Alfred, just so everyone's aware, is ranked forty seventh on MLB's top one hundred. Not bad. Yeah. Where uh, there's a bunch of teams with like six or seven prospects on the well, list. Well, you got teams like the Padres and the Braves so, and the yeah. White Sox that literally have like two teams worth of farm systems in one. Yeah. So right, compare them to the Angels. You could literally put like the fifth and sixth prospects from like the Padres into the Angels system, and you have number one and two. Like you put the nine and ten prospects, you have one and two. Yeah. Um, number one, just because everyone is always curious about number one, is Otani. Yeah. He's not a prospect. He is just because he hasn't played in the MLB. But he's not a prospect. No, he's not. He's gonna play. He's not. Doesn't matter. Um, tire fires. Let's do it. Winner for a second straight week. Fail. You people failed me. Oh, I failed, but that's okay. No, you people failed me with your vote. Guy running into a pole, drunk. Come on. You had that guy on CNN. <laughs> Yeah, they did. I actually saw that interview. As they they literally asked him. They did a breakdown on both angles about what happened. Like, come on, that guy's got to win. Ran into a like a eight inch post, like a foot long post. Like it's there, ain't going anywhere, bud. How about this? You know what? Because I screwed up the poll and didn't leave it open for long enough. Let's have the two go in for this week, plus our two. Oh God, we got so four. many choices for people. So many choices. Okay, well mine is. Going to be the San Diego Padres, the Padres, whose Instagram was hacked. And they posted a nice picture of Eric Hosmer uh, and some stats and stuff. And it was immediately deleted. And it was very much leaning to make it say, hey, we signed Hosmer. And everyone was going on like, what? what? We got him? We got him? And then they're delete. Shut down the Instagram. They also took a shot at the MLB saying each team owns it, like runs their Instagram. But it's all controlled by MLB BAM, Advanced Media. Yeah. So they kind of blame them for what is their mistake. Control your own accounts. Like, you have a social media guy. He probably got drunk. And someone took his phone. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. don't blame the league for that. Right? That's a, that's a tire fire. That's good. So, get out. They probably are going to sign Hosmer. Like, they got a lot of prospects, and they were throwing, like, $125 million at him. Probably. So, um. Yeah, that's a good one. Mine is the uh, Brad Marchand week to be that he had, which was just brutal. The guy throws that elbow. Did his nose get bigger? No. Oh. But he might have taken a chunk off of, uh, oh, who was it that got hit? Johansson. Johansson's nose. Idiot. He's concussed. Idiot. That was a brutal Marchand. elbow. Then he gets Just a five-game suspension. Pack him in his like a knee. Just do it. Just guy, guy do gets it. a five-game suspension. Still gets to go to the All-Star game, which which is a punishment for half the guys. They want to go on vacation. I Suspending know. him actually would have been not a punishment because he just would have gone on vacation. But he shows up, gets booed by the Lightning fans, rightfully so, and then goes into the uh, accuracy shootout and absolutely sucks. I was sitting watching with my girlfriend, and she, who watches hockey but isn't a huge fan, was saying, wow, this guy sucks. Like, he missed so many shots. Just didn't, could not hit that last target either. And I know it was a different competition this year. They had to go after the light. But still, like, it was bad. So that's my tire fire. Bra- yeah, Brad Marchand That, that is whole my contest was fire. stupid. Put the styrofoam up. And let them I pick them it. off in whatever no, order. No, no, no. I like no. it. No. I like it. Don't change it. the lights. First of all, the whole competition, the whole night, why are all the pucks in one pile? 
Spread the pucks out. No, they could. They just chose not to. But it doesn't matter. They shouldn't have a huge pile of pucks. Give them like 10 or have people (laughs) pass it to them. Every challenge, these guys are trying to pull pucks out of a thing. They're NHL players, but pucks, all the pucks are going to (laughs) move. These guys spent two seconds trying to pull a puck out, look up, this light's changing. Like, they didn't sign up for a freaking light show. Sure they did. Put some styrofoam there. The whole point is how fast and how accurate you can be. Put the styrofoam there. Let them pick them off. It also looks a lot better watching them explode. I like Technology is good to a point. I like the light. Just stick with the things. I like the That relay contest, whatever the hell that passing thing was, where you have to lift it up and put it. How was that a skill that is ever used in hockey? It wasn't. That was a it joke. It was so stupid. The only reason that was interesting was Carlson picking the puck up and putting it on a stick. Hey, Johnny Goudreau did really good in that, that one. That is though. so stupid. The stick handling, yes. The tight turns, yes. Hey, can you pick a puck up and float it through a hole? I didn't no. Under- I didn't understand Get the gates. out. I didn't understand the gates either. That was odd. Get it out. So uh, pointless. I like the uh, goalie streak one, though. It was not bad. That was interesting. You need like five events, not however many they had. Maybe four. You need skating, accuracy, hardest shot, and you can come up with some sort of shootout kind of thing. I like the goalie. It should be four or five events. That's it. I think they should do a gauntlet where they have to do, like, go through the pucks, do the tight turns, do a saucer pass. Like, combine those two. The passing and the stick but handling. But they have, and, and people want combine. to see individual stuff. I know. But people just, people think, I need why? to see this for three hours. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't need to see it at all. You Go can away. literally, hardest shot, there's a good idea. Bring back Al McInnes. <laughs> bring back <laughs> Ally Afraidy. Did you hear that? Chara, Weber. Just say, screw it. You guys are here. Put a hole in the net. Al McInnes can still shoot. And I want to see that broken mullet of Ally Afraidy with the bald spot. and the. think he could still shoot that hard? Give them composite sticks. Yeah, it'll make up for the time That's off. That's true. That's true. Bauer ADV. That's true. $400 stick. Make 2000 What a joke. That's so stupid. What a stupid marketing campaign. <laughs> All right. Uh, with that. <laughs> 355 grams. What do I want to shoot with the feather? I don't even know what's there. Okay. I'm going to end this before you lose your mind on something. <laughs> well, it's, 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 stupid, it's stupid marketing. People out there. Don't buy expensive hockey sticks. No. Wait until they go on clearance or buy a pro stock. Just do that. Don't help. Don't feed into their stupidity. Or even better, just do what I did. I used to get the $100 sticks for 50 bucks, and I think I broke like three of them in eight years. You know what you do? You wait to get the cool model one year after because yeah. it goes on clearance, and they just release the same thing with a new name. Yeah. Never buy it the year of. Never. And if Not you do... It. Then it sucks to be you. The only time that you should ever buy a stick at that the year of is if you have someone working at that company or have someone working at this. And either the way, they will tell store. you, "Hey, here's the one from last year. It's the same thing." No, but like if you really want it, get the person to give them the, get your discount. Like, they don't even get that much. I've asked around. Yeah, they brother. get they get cost. Anyone at a store gets cost because the ah. Bauer is like, "No, you don't undercut it. We want money." Hockey sticks are the one thing that actually I'll, I'll cost. It, hockey sticks cost actually some money to make. I know. Right? Mm-hmm. So I know. It's not like a kid in China is putting together for three bucks, right? They're not there That'd is a little bit of money cost into making it. That'd be interesting. It. I feel like a lot more sticks would snap. Yeah. Although they lately snap. they do, but Closure Clapper. I think that was broken. Hundred percent he had that broken going in. And the shootout and the save streak thing when he wound uh, up. I, I didn't get to watch that. So. He wound up and it snapped and rolled in under Rene because he was going to high glove. <laughs> 100% that thing was broken in his hand and he took a shot as a joke. 
Fair enough. Okay. Home All time. Right. I'm hungry. Home time. All right. Um, so that'll do it for episode 21 here. Uh, next week we'll talk Super Bowl recap, and we'll see what else we want to talk and about. And we may attempt to have Jeff back on because we've just had arguably the second or third biggest fight in UFC history announced. Combining the light heavyweight title and the heavyweight title, they're unifying it oh. in in July. Stipe Miocic, who just won. Yeah, I saw that. I Daniel Cormier, who just won, are unifying the heavyweight title. Wow. Not unifying it, but they are fighting for both for the heavyweight title. It's going to be for the heavyweight title. So not the light. Yeah. The so light. I'm pretty sure... The light gets Corm- out there. Corm- Cormier no, Cormier will... It's very difficult. It's like the whole thing with lightweight. He will probably retain it, and if he wins... He'll have to vacate or defend one of them, or and if both. he stays heavyweight, but they won't strip him before the fight because if he That's loses, fair. he'll still be the light heavyweight champion. That's fair. But that has been announced. There's That's rumors that That's a big There's fight. rumors that Tyron Woodley's going to fight on that card at welterweight, and he only wants to fight GSP. So you can wow. put that two and well, two together. I just, they I haven't just, rumored it. I just saw something about GSP not coming back for another year. But Woodley only wants to fight GSP. So unless they found someone else for him to fight in another cross-divisional super fight, I don't know who he's going to fight. That's fair. So um, there's we'll, a lot of other things on that. So that one's that we may get Jeff on in the next may. little bit if, to go over that. If not this we week. We may just have him on for the whole show next week. If not this week, maybe the week after. Jeff week knows after. his sports. We'll he can find, come and we'll talk. Find somebody. He can come talk about all of that stuff. So we, gotta we may just have got to get Kyle back on too. we gotta, we got a couple people that we want on. Um, anyways, that'll do it for us here. As always, for Justin Rapier, my name is Nick McVicker. We will see you next time. Deuces.